0: And uh, welcome to Acolytes of Merlin. Uh, This is our episode discussing Jade City, the first book in the Greenbone saga. Um, I'm your host, John, and uh, I have Johnny here with me. Um,
1: Hey, everyone, how's it going?
0: Yeah, and uh, we are, you know, back to uh, the two of us for this episode, Um, back to the the kind of normie sort of thing. And. we are really excited to talk about this one um, because it's a it's a bit of a charged one, and we should have a really interesting discussion going on here. Um, so, uh, as Johnny, I want to open up with um, as you were um, reading this book, um, what partic- and and what particular drug were you on, and <laughs> where can I get some? <laughs> um because you know just just in case i wanted to um start tripping myself
1: uh-huh uh-huh is that is that, that that's where this conversation's going oh <laughs> uh, well,
0: yeah no yeah i'm I, i'm i'm the host so i get to set the the parameters uh-huh. yeah yeah i get to set the the agenda and the and the framing for sure no no um oh. uh yeah t- tell because i because i i i um recommended this i was kind of pushing this because um i really really enjoyed this um and uh so johnny's the second one reading this here um and um yeah just uh, yeah i guess just uh t- tell us your um impression
1: oh uh, well i was not on any drugs when i read this for mm. the for, for the record uh and <laughs> but uh i thought it was a very okay book with some cool ideas with some cool ideas that i feel like it didn't totally uh flesh out well or well enough uh and one thing that like really annoyed me that uh came up a few times in the book uh so yeah i'm more just generally lukewarm about it um and it feel and i, I think we've talked about this a bit before the, the, uh, you'd mentioned this at least The this has a lot of the stuff about a book that i that i should like like politics family drama magic fights uh, the, there's like martial arts like there's a lot of elements of the book that like check boxes for me but they just overall they and some of them are interesting but um but i it, it didn't they didn't quite land for me the way that they could have they were better developed i think
0: okay well um let's talk about the different things that um you saw it as trying to do and trying to accomplish um it'll be so it'll be um spoilers for just this first book of the trilogy um and i guess we'll just kind of yeah, so, so don't feel um, like you're blocked from having to talk about um, the way that stuff eventually ended or whatever. Um, and I just – yeah, I kind of want to get a sense of what you, – how you felt about um, the different elements that maybe you expected to come together in a certain way and, and didn't meet with those
1: expectations. Oh, sure. So I think in general, I think the book is trying to – it's I think it's trying to be this cool edgy is the word that I kept thinking like it's trying to be edgy at, 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 at least in how it presents a lot of a lot of things so like the magic's supposed to be edgy and violent and powerful, and the the sex scenes are certainly trying to do that, and that's what we'll get to that later, but <laughs> like that like so and some of the politics and how people talk is supposed to be edgy and cool and like isn't this alternative like isn't this alternative but uh, it, it just felt like it was kind of doing that for the sake of doing it which can be okay but it also feels like it's trying to have social commentary about uh, about a little bit of about like class and wealth and a little bit about gender relationships and expectations and a little bit about like a little bit about like racism and foreign policy and uh, like it just again it feels like it's trying to be edgy and cool but also say something about all of those things and I don't think it ultimately did any of those particularly well um again I now I think there is stuff that's uh, like there are seeds there that are interesting so a lot of, all a lot of the foreign policy type stuff uh in, in particular like the one thing that did really I think work for me was jade as a resource mm-hmm. and how that could and how that could impact like how that was integrated into both the clan war and the agendas that the people in the clans were trying to have for the other countries in the world. That I think was probably the best, the best integrated thing in terms of a concept that she, that worked on multiple levels.
0: Yeah. The idea that, um, the, the, the economic cornerstone of what was being discussed in this book was the the very same thing as the um as the cornerstone of the magic system
1: yes yes and we've that's that's obviously been done before a lot but it, but it it's i think that she did handle well mm-hmm. um, and
0: particularly in relation to um how you know if if you have something that is especially uh like a resource that is um inequitably uh distributed by its very nature and how um people uh, react to it or don't react to it or react to it too much um you're going to have these uh you're, you're inevitably going to have these uh, synthetic alternatives um as you as you find in SN1 um so that that's one thing that uh i i don't know if that is is also done as much um but it was uh, another – it was a reasonable enough uh, reaction to the the natural um, I- inequity that that, that – the, the presence of this whole thing uh, you know, makes happen.
1: Yeah, no, in general, I think that's true. Mm-hmm. The SN1 thing, some of that will uh, – how well that will end up working for me might depend on how – how it integrated into the next two books just because Mm -hmm. that's just because that's a big, I'm, I'm theorizing that we're leaving the Island or certainly that the scope of the story is about to expand greatly. Um, So Mm -hmm. I, and so I think that how well the SN1 type of stuff will work for me will depend on, yeah, how, where that goes from here. Um, but, but but it make but to your point from a kind of economic type uh, perspective, it makes sense that that like these that in particular the other was uh, Espania and uh, what's the other one uh, Ecuador, I think the the two countries they talk about uh, that, that they would want some sort of either alternative or way to compete with Jade.
0: Right, and it has um, Espana is well, the the main one that I remember, but uh, some of the other ones um, it's 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 tied into the uh, legacy of uh, colonialism that um, that was you know perpetuated by these these wars that um, or or this or even this major war that happened um, f- fairly recent in history, um, recently enough that the hero is still alive, um, that one right. of the main heroes is still alive. Um, so, um, I, I, I feel like that it's, it's necessary to invoke. I mean, we just kind of, uh, glibly often bring in different, uh, stories and books and whatnot. Um, but there are, there are two that I definitely think, um, are, are are, uh, like essential to bring in, um, namely, uh, Game of Thrones and The Godfather. The,
1: the, the Godfather is, or is a, the main I was thinking of
0: course. About, um and yeah, um and I would like uh kind of point to them for different reasons when I'm trying to parse apart some of these some of these issues. So um to kind of describe something as I, I don't I don't think that I mean some people would, but I don't think either you or I would describe um Game of Thrones as being Edgy in any of what it does. No,
1: it's it's not trying to do that.
0: And, um, I for me the major difference when um characterizing it as such or um or something or something similar, if you wanted to use a slightly different word, even would be whether or not you think it has done work in other areas to to earn what it's trying to do. Um, And so I would be curious to kind of poke at what is it that game of thrones or something similar to that uh does to um earn its its use of violence and sex to and or or, and politics even to um kind of create the aesthetic that it's trying to go for and um and jade city ultimately
1: so i i think with so well with so with first of all it's been a while since i've read martin's books and Mm -hmm. not to get too deep into that but i'm not going to defend his use of sex or or sexual violence when he does or i can i a lot of that depends on the detail would depend on the detail with which he goes into it um but with the politics at a high level the big thing i think he does that this doesn't is that game in song of ice and fire there are a lot of different factions with a lot with different with competing agendas that have slightly different goals in a way that feels complex but th- they're complex in their motivations and, but you understand and you do and there's a fun in piecing together how they're compete who they're competing with Like which factions they're competing with, which factions are they allied with? How and and there's a there's it's really interesting to piece together the the complexity of the political situation in that story where this story. It feels like she's trying to make it seem very complex when it's actually pretty simple. It's no peak versus the mountain, Mm -hmm. and I felt like there was supposed to be this. Are, like does the mountain actually want to go to war with No Peak, or are they for real in what they're offering? And I never really bought into that. Uh, and like, I kind of it seemed clear to me. Okay, there's going to be a conflict about. There's going to be some sort of clan war between the two of them at some point. Uh-huh. And, and so I like. And so I was not really interested in a lot of the stuff leading up to that. Because mm-hmm. this, like, um, but because all any a lot of the foreign policy stakes just kind of seemed, at least, not something that was going to be addressed in this book. Just because we hadn't really met many people, anyone mm-hmm. from like outside of the island yet, uh, or at least like not in a major role.
0: You know. just knew that to to the extent that the mountain was going beyond its, we want. Um and, and it's I don't think it's even slightly this really, but like that we we want um war with you because we're greedy and evil, um more so that um they have some sense of the urgency of um some sort of uh, a- alleged uh, threat to a disunified kecon right yes that yeah. no peak uh does not share and it's and it kind of looking back at it it's not entirely clear um whether cuz i mean they make it quite clear that um they de facto they de facto hold more power than than the government um, yeah, it, I, I and each that. one of them does right. um and so because you know they they mainly control Jan Loon but but Jan Loon is enough. Um yeah. and I guess that it's like well I mean if you if you think about it, you know, most countries do just have the one uh kind of the one power center and maybe it should be the the elected government as opposed to the clan but even if it is the clan. um is there really any reason for No Peak to continue its um, its independence? Like, is it anything other than ego or, or, or family legacy? And so those are the those are the kind of questions that um, I found cropping up in my mind. Where it's like, well, I, I I can easily pick up what the motivations are, but the motivation that's being presented as kind of the antagonistic one is it's is interesting to me because it it's so not clearly um, the the immoral one, even if it is the antagonistic one.
1: Oh yeah, I would agree with that. I agree with. I think especially the, with the conversation that Ait has with um, with Shay with when she's basically spelling out her plan, mm-hmm. like that that was interesting. I was like, okay, I I understand that, but I it's still I I. I still, it still feels like we're just kind of – we're just walking from point A to point B, and I'm not really interested in how we're getting there because I know we're getting there eventually, and there aren't going to be a ton of twists along the way. Uh, well, Law La Dying was a twist, but like yeah. it still ended up – but the book still kind of ended up roughly where I thought it was going, even with Law and Dying, even mm. after Law and Steph.
0: Well, yeah, but with a – um. Um, yeah, with, with a sort of uh, at least um, temporary resolution or at least a, a, um, a, a temporary diffusion of the conflict given the regrouping that needs to happen after uh, Gaunt Ash's
1: death. Yeah, and I think that was one of my issues was that nothing really – Felt res- no plot points really felt resolved, other than Andon's graduation, and even that was a little like I. I get it with the the kind of PT like PTSD family history with the like Jade fever with his like his mom. Mm-hmm. I like that I understood, but it seemed a little uh, like it, that almost seemed like a twist just for the sake of having a twist there. Because he like she wanted conflict between Anden and the family. That didn't
0: seem like a natural um, reaction it, extension of of what Anden
1: had been through up to that point. I I think it it does, but I'm also it did leave me thinking. Okay, so what was the point of your like? What was the point of his character? Like, what does he, what did he do in the entirety of the book? Now, now I make this clear. He was my they have a character in the sense that he—he he was the only character I really was rooting for, <laughs> like in terms of a, like I and like you're sympathetic to, like I'm sympathetic towards him. Uh-huh. But I, but like other than the role he plays in Gaunt Ash's defeat, what does he really do other than to just show us the school, uh in the book, um. And then what's he going to do after? It was kind of if he's in the if he plays a role in the next Mm -hmm. two books.
0: Well, he's the he's uh, one one lens. I mean, it's it's not he's he's not really in a position to be um, uh, an effective actor of things, and I think that's fairly realistic. That he's you know this isn't a uh, you know young kid is able to do all this stuff type of story. Um, oh, and
1: I, I'm not saying he should. I'm not saying he should have been able to. But
0: so I, I, I would. I mean, all, all of the perspectives um seem to have a different uh point to me, and um, Anden was more of the like because I mean, I I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that a large part of this story is going to be generational, um and anden is uh, definitely at yeah at, at the beginning of his story, and um it's he he is the younger perspective now, and that's going to you know, change slightly moving forward um and so i guess I just saw his uh purpose as like this is what a relatively fresh face not that hilo isn't too- isn't face himself in some ways but um but that he's the most, and that's where he's coming at this from, and we can see um just how uh you know strange it seems to uh someone who's not like versed in it or doesn't fully accept it um and that's you know uh supported a bit by the fact that he is um he's he's very aspenian passing. Um, when compared to uh, a lot of the people that he's around, so
1: and, and that and that makes sense. The generational thing is, I mean, well, we'll see how that plays out in the next two books. But mm-hmm. I, like, I that is interesting to me. And, and again, I, and he was the most interesting part to me. I ironically, like, I think him being queer was probably the least interesting part of his character. Mm-hmm. Like, like that that just kind of felt tacked on a little bit which is fine but like um like I I, like it like I well I I was totally expecting him to get with Lote by the end of the book just with some of those like well yeah there's one scene which is one of the egregious description scenes I'll get to later but like Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh like I was I was expecting that and it didn't happen which not to say it won't later but um, cause clearly Lote is going to play a role later on, but.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, his, his, his romantic future is, is, and the present and future is a bit more, more complicated than that on okay. Dens. So
1: yeah. Makes sense. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, I mean, I don't know if you, if you want to jump in the deep end, slightly innuendoistic, but, um, so jump, jump in the de- deep end of the sex scenes, um, we can we can do that. Um, all right,
1: we'll we'll do that. I want to get to the other characters, but we can just yeah, that th- kind of
0: yeah yeah. We'll 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 um this, circle back around to them.
1: Yeah, this will naturally fit into some of the character stuff too. Uh, yeah. Okay, the sex scenes are unnecessarily descriptive. They don't fit the tone of the rest of the book, and I just don't think they need they. Not that they don't need to be there at all, but. They just the the detail with which they're described relative to the detail with which everything else in the book besides like besides kind of the fights is described is just feels gratuitous and like unnecessary. Like I remember I was <laughs> I was washing dishes while listening to um to it was early on in the book and it's the first scene where. Hilo and when. Yes, and I yeah. started all of a sudden it starts, and I'm like, "Wait, what did this just turn into?" Like, <laughs> and like I I st- I stopped, and it just ripped me right out of the book. And th- the same thing, because I I'd, I'd listened to the audiobook, and the same thing happened with the later sexting with Lon, and when he's in the um the
0: the yeah the the, the brothel basically
1: yeah the brothel yeah, yeah. like and, and it was but that was again it was. My issue with it isn't isn't the fact that, like, it's more just that it just doesn't fit the rest of the book. And it just, like, you clearly wanted this to, again, seem edgy or cool or, like, it was just there for its own sake, but, like, didn't fit anything else. Um, and, And the lawn scene, that was another, like... Like, we go there, and I'm like, oh, great, we're going to have another one of these scenes. And then he has this whole internal monologue about, like, the politics and what Shy is discovering, about the, like, finance, like, the jade uh-huh. um, resources and stuff. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess it's, this is just window dressing for him to have this self-reflection time. And then we get another one of those scenes... <laughs> And I was just like, okay, we, like, we, I really didn't, I just didn't need this, because this isn't, like, the book, the book doesn't seem to be, like, like, this doesn't seem consistent with the rest of the book. Um, And the same with, like, the pictures that Shy finds, like, that was a weird, like, okay, is there, like, a Me Too subplot here that, like, is not going to get explored past the paragraph where she explains what happened to her friend and, like, the extreme detail we get of the pictures. <laughs> uh, it just felt very just, I just didn't, like, again, it just didn't fit with the rest of the book and, like, what it was trying to do. And it felt like it was there because this is an edgy, like, CW like this this book would fit well on the CW I'll put it that way <laughs> I don't mean that totally is a jab but <laughs> is there um.
0: a story that we've both read that contains a sex scene that is more like appropriate in detail and um, is not egregious that you could, that, um, and I don't know how much it would do for our our listeners here, but I, um, it would help me before I, um, make a counter.
1: I, the short answer is no. And maybe that's just because romance and sex and sci-fi and fantasy books is generally not like the strong suit of many of the authors, (laughs) but uh, which is fine that is what it is uh the one that the main one the mind is this one in the book the spear cuts through water by simon jimenez that i think is really it, it, it's 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 not this like gratuitous but it is more descriptive but very much fits the tone of like a scene and what that scene's trying to say about the two characters and the internal struggles that they're dealing with um and i mean maybe like some of martin's stuff isn't as is fine i i honestly don't remember those specific scenes in the books like i'm thinking more of the show but
0: <laughs> what uh what about um do you remember rise of endymion
1: yes i think that works better okay yeah, from what yeah. I, I again, it's been a while since I read the book, but f- the the scene. Well, this and that also has kind of an interesting, unique setting. That scene, I think you're thinking it, does. Of. it does. It does. It, it's,
0: it's just, just the the, phys- the physics of it are <laughs> are, yes, are very the different. Physics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but it's so every. I only remember the one of Lawn Though there, yeah, there actually, yeah, no, I I do remember now. There were two Lon had two um, experiences in the in the brothel. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, they, you know, as, 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 far as like your, your particular experience with, um, with, with the, with the level of detail that it had and how out of step it might have felt with, with the rest of the book is something I can't speak to. Um, but they, each one of them has a point. And
1: what the, the the helos like cut like like going to fake assault his girlfriend and then not? <laughs> Sorry, no,
0: no. <laughs> it's it's that they are both you know passionate, young, and in love, and then you have uh, Lon with his just kind of going through the motions type deal with with the with the scenes that he has. Um, and there's going to be one in particular in a later book that I that I um, yeah, want want to revisit obviously um, that has a similar thing but they they it, it can be difficult to um, parse through and and see those characterizations that are getting worked on if you're you know not able to turn around on like oh oh it's a sex scene oh goodness um but it's
1: there i and that's fair i just i i think i think the i think and this kind of gets into some of the character stuff is that i never really understood i never really felt why i was supposed to root for the main like the three characters other than they're the main pov characters mm-hmm. like for me i mean not that they're bad characters but i just never really felt strongly like oh like this is why i'm like and and i sim- he's clearly like a bit of an outsider for various reasons and he uh-huh. also has kind of the school coming of age stuff um and, and, and like he has he, and, whereas the others i'm like okay they're they're just in their slots that they're naturally supposed to be in and there's some internal conflict there but uh-huh. i don't like uh, and, and so maybe that plays into, I don't know, maybe, like, like with, he, uh, like, I guess I could kind of see the characterization, but the level of detail relative to, like, the rest of the book just didn't, it just kind of felt very out of place and unnecessary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, like, I, I guess that's, like, the main thing is, like, relative, like, how, yeah, again, relative to the rest of the, the stuff in the book.
0: Okay um and then like the yeah uh, in our in the book group where i read it um shay was not particularly popular <laughs> did, did, did you did, does the does the audiobook say shy
1: um honestly
0: cuz i always said shay and pictured what's like the actress from like Tyrion's person
1: Oh, <laughs> that that's not I, why I'm like okay.
0: No, why. this is great. I'll I'll picture no, this is great. I'll picture um Shay um as Shay from Game of Thrones. Um, will picture Lan as Lan, Lan from Lan. Real <laughs> Time, and uh Hilo as a hero from from uh um from Heroes.
1: Oh no, well the Hilo that one I was definitely like no, he's like a he's like a big beefy like like brawler. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, like... just
0: kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking more of like, do you remember in heroes like the future hero where he's yes. like kind of slick and like he's got yes. the sword and everything? Mm-hmm. Um maybe more him and then just kind of like maybe physically a bit beefed up. But yeah, that that was I, the uh that was I the see... the standard that I that I set for I for Hilo. S- I could see
1: that. Yeah. I could um, see that.
0: But anyway, um yeah, Shay was not particularly popular with people. Um Lon is is where he's Lon and Hilo are where they're supposed to be in terms of like the like the um spear um of Kekan, who's the, the you know the old pillar was clearly thinking of um thinking of them in particular when, you know, saying, oh, who should fill these roles? And they are very um Uh, neatly temperamentally inclined to these different roles um though from for lon being um for all that he is temperamentally inclined to it he is definitely out of his depth and that is good enough of a um of a character struggle for him to have for as and this is in hindsight of course but for as long as he is there
1: no, I would agree with that. I think he's the most interesting to me of the three of them.
0: hmm As of what what he had to deal yeah. with, um, mm-hmm. but you know, given that you obviously know where Hilo is at now, his, the the understanding of his character in the first third of the book and and the in the entire book is quite different. Given what he has to, and and you obviously don't see all of it right now, um, but yeah. uh, you know, it's it's not hard to see that he's he's going to have to deal with many of the same things and he doesn't have the same advantages of of uh being raised for it and being and being inclined towards it that Lon did um so that's and just and i think Hilo uh, aside from like a, a few glaring exceptions of things that are going to come up but um Hilo was a favorite of ours um and i think it's because he is such like he's such an intense feeler to the extent that, you know, when, when he uh, is with Anden and he's like, you know, it was to be fair to him. It was kind of out of the blue, but he also like really overreacted with Anden, obviously at the end there. And it's cause he's a very all or nothing sort of character. Um, yes. And, um, that I, I like that dichotomy of like, um, someone having like radiating charisma and positivity and genuine positivity, not like a, not like a mask or anything um, until something goes wrong. And then there's like a, there's like a cruel streak. Um, And that, I don't know that that's, even if it's bugs me sometimes, it's also very appealing to me in a certain way. Um, And that is kind of what I was, I'm, I'm trying to, not invokes uh, other future parts of his character. But that's what I was left with towards the end of the book was that this is the kind of character that we're dealing with. And now he's in a position that where he's going to have to work on that stuff real quick. If he's going to start succeeding.
1: Right. And that was that I, and I think this fits a lot of what I think of the book. That makes sense. That is an interesting conflict and an interesting place for Hilo to be. But I just – like, I felt like – like, it felt like the book was just touching on all these things because it wanted to get to everything. And so, Mm. like, some of it just feels – like, like, the conversation with Ash at the end. It didn't really – like, the whole clan war, the whole, like, first half until, like, Lon's death is building up this tension between them, and then the war starts, Mm -hmm. and – I I'm expecting some sort of resolution with it because that's like the whole thing is like the pillars are like like I was expecting more of an actual resolution I guess as opposed to like well we're just kind of at a ce- like ceasefire like it almost feels more like mm-hmm. an act like like an act one and which I guess kind of is an mm-hmm. of act one I guess but like it it just felt. Like the book didn't feel like it was heading up to like Hilo, like defeating Ash as a quelling of tensions. It, like it felt like no, this is going towards like either they're gonna defeat Ite or they're like gonna be in like have to go into hiding or something like they're gonna lose. Yeah, and that's
0: and that's and it this is what I was thinking too in the in the first book where um I'm like I, I thought what you thought where it's like okay, it's like the Mountain No Pillar is going to be contained here, and yes. then we're gonna and then we're gonna branch out for the rest of the books. And that's not entirely wrong, because we do. And the two things that I'll tell you about Jade War is that it has a lot of Anden and it has a lot of Aspenia.
1: I was, I mean, clearly they are setting up the what's basically a proxy war with Aspenia. I forget who's right. aligned with which one, but the mountain was supplying Jade to Acutania, I think, and um. And yeah, then, no. Shay yeah,
0: then... no, has the Espenian connections.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like, and then Shay, like has what has one go and start selling, uh, make the deal with Espenian. So like, mm-hmm. it's a proxy. Yeah, like I'm guessing there's some sort of proxy war situation going on. in later, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and go ahead.
0: Right, and 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 that's all to say that like that that element of of um expansion. Is is there in the following books, but we're not fully we're not leaving the mountain no peak conflict behind, um, which is what it may have it kind of led us to believe that that was going to be the case. Um, but I guess I guess I remember being so like um, kind of swept away by the coolness of what Anden was able to do to Ash. That I was, that I was like, oh, so this is how they're, how they're going to, like, cut away the advantage. Because they were basically done. But, like, th- th- this is how they're going to cut away the advantage. So it, so it kind of, um, it comes to a more even keeled or maybe no peak even has a slight advantage because of this effect.
1: Um, and that, that was very cool. The whole scene is, the whole scene's really cool. Like, like it, I really did like the scene and. But like that, that again, yeah. The scene itself is very. I like that a lot. Um, and but, but but it didn't feel like the end of a of like a plot thread. Um, which yeah.
0: Well, no, and that I yeah I, I it goes to that thing of where like how do you balance you know, um, subversion and doing something cool to. Screw with the reader's expectations. That doesn't necessarily um, uh, crap on like any sort of like uh, game. I guess go, Game of Thrones season eight level stuff, where it doesn't uh, crap on like essential <laughs> expectations that <laughs> yes. the reader has. Um, balancing uh, that with, um, yeah, I guess having a. sort of a reasonable uh satisfying conclusion once you once the dust settles um which and where this falls on the spectrum is is kind of up to interpretation um
1: oh i don't think it's in that in terms of that oh
0: i know i was i was saying (laughs) no 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 it was an extreme example but i was just saying in terms of like subversion that that only works for the sake of subversion um that is is totally antithetical to the to the previously stated goals of the story um where i I don't think this quite reaches that in terms of um what we what we needed to have happen um
1: no no, because that was a part of the conflict but the mm -hmm. ash Hilo stuff felt like that was a big thing early in the book as like everything's building up especially when they're both the fists or the fist, the, um,
0: the, the, the uh, horns.
1: Yeah. The horns. And then once Hilo became the, uh, the pillar, then it was more, okay, well, it's more his, like, like by virtue of, the like being promoted, mm-hmm. like now he, like his, his, his real conflict is now with it since he mm-hmm. is the pillar of no peak mm-hmm. and got felt more like a, like a, not mini boss but like like basically like that would have been like that was something i would have expected earlier in the right
0: book. and i and I and yeah and i and i think that that was um because you know even though he had a he had a decent horn to raise um with um mike ken i think mike ken is the or make I don't know how they yeah, pronounce I it. Yeah,
1: I mixed them up. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, yeah, Ken and Tar, but but um, one of the brothers um, is Horn, but, and and he's he's a he's a good Horn, but he's just not on Gone Ash level. And, and Hilo was really the only one who could could have could have done that. Um, but to be fair, I also it's like Ash did have like one POV and like three appearances, and then he was kind of at the center of of this final conflict and i think that that's it's a bit fair to have a problem with that um but it just it it was it was certainly fine for me because he was he was even though he um had like dodgy setup as far as like what we expected from the beginning he was still a really formidable obstacle and that was enough for me
1: yes that i totally agree with like he how how he was characterized and like the threat he he throughout the whole book I did feel like he was a pretty valid... He was a big threat whenever he appeared. Like, mm-hmm. in, in whatever context. Right.
0: And he kind of had that, like, easy, walking around with his thick neck, you know, and just having this... But this having this sort of easy um, rapport with people that, nonetheless, he's, like, immediately in control of the situation. And Hilo has that, too, to a lesser extent. Um, but Osh uh, but really did embody that.
1: And I think the book does that pretty well in a couple instances. Like whenever, whenever I is a quote unquote on screen, like that's done really well in terms of the presence that she, yes. uh, like, like, like the her presence is like felt like in the scene with, with Shay, shy, however, I, I actually forget how the audiobook book pronounced yeah. it. But, uh, <laughs> um, but that was like very well done. Um,
0: yeah, definitely has a has a strong sense of, of of some of the characters and is able to move uh, move move with that. Yes. Um, you you uh, said that um, t- t- tell me about Barrow because oh you, yeah you, we haven't talked to God. yeah because because you said that you had more of a soft spot for him until and then you and then you said until after the assassination and I assume that meant that he's just he's just really high on his own perceived dominance and confidence yes. when it was literally nothing to do yes. with any of that
1: <laughs> yeah so funny so here, so here's a funny thing when i when i first started the, the first scene with barrow and lon when they meet and lon like us spares him or whatever i thought that he was going to become the weatherman <laughs> because because i'm thinking oh lon let him live i i, I hadn't really met all the point of views yet and other than like it seemed like Do- doru was gonna be out the door by the end of the book based on that setup in the beginning and doru no, you may- said doru yes, yeah, yeah. No. Like, yeah like i knew he was gonna be out he was not gonna be the weatherman by the end of the book so in the first like couple chapters before i met shy i was thinking oh well it's probably gonna be barrow and that's gonna be how she's gonna subvert this expectation of he tried to rot, like, he tried to steal Jade, and he's going to, like, learn how to... Basically, he's going to be the vehicle through which we learn about the culture, and he's going to, like, just rise through the ranks of No Peak and eventually, like, be Lon's... Like, prove prove himself to the clan and to Lon, which is obviously not <laughs> where that went. No. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, and Barrow has I
0: mean... a bit of a, you know... Is it might have a bit of a different destiny.
1: Yeah, and you pretty much described my thoughts already. I mean, yeah. I, I I was like kind of sympathetic in the beginning. Again, that's... And that was one of the... Because initially it's set up as... He's a, a lens through which we might see how... Like, he's like the everyman on the street. Right. To the, he's uh, even to more the of an main... outsider than Anden is. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so we're going to see like more of the uh how the class like wealth stuff right. works and and that wasn't really like where that went and it it started to go in an interesting place when it he was being doing whatever stuff for the mountain, and then after the scene with Lon, then it was like, okay, like yeah you're you're a bit like. You kind of dug your this hole for yourself now. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's yeah. He's 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 the he's the man with with uh, with with nine lives. We'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Anything else uh, burning for you for the for the book?
1: I did want to touch on like, because there are. Because again, this is like the there's a lot, there's certain, there's some, uh, we'll say cinematic set piece sequences. So I'm thinking in particular when Lon has that duel outside of the warehouse, right? Uh, that one, the other, the bigger, the big one, which I feel like should have been this really epic moment, is when they go basically trash the casino and stuff, uh. And
0: is that in response to it's what is
1: that in response to? it's well, it's just kind of their big move in the war because uh um ash is holed up in somewhere and right think...
0: yeah they they um they put out false information to make right. them think that he's, they're going after something else yeah um
1: and if and I think or go ahead.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because I, cause I remember this moment. I just don't remember what exactly the mountain did before that. Uh,
1: I I don't – I forget if there was anything in particular or mm-hmm. if it was just I, – I think that it was just that was their next move in the war. Uh, yes. And that – like I, I don't think it was like, – like other than Lon's death, I don't think there was anything like specifically exciting, uh, inciting that action but or oh,
0: maybe it was yeah it was yeah because Hilo was like we're gonna go do this and and it yeah was it in response to that that um, I, 8 and Osh and were both like uh, yeah this is this has happened we didn't know about it but this has happened and uh, this is gonna be really bad so let's you know get up in our usual stations and then Hilo attacked the the not usual stations yes. basically
1: yeah and again that was Cool, but like I feel like it could have been more like it was varied by the numbers in the sense that they go in they kind of just trash the place in one and like I felt like they like some of those things weren't missed opportunities to have sort of a twist thing like maybe uh, like you like basically to have like it just didn't feel very consequential when if like as consequential as I feel like it should have uh, right I guess, and so, that, so I, go ahead.
0: and that I guess that I don't know. Again, I'm I'm um fuzzy on the exact um the exact escalation of the conflict at the time. Um but did they not um you know not want to strike a a total death blow for like I think I think Shay talked Hilo out of going nuclear. I think and that's think... why it happened that way.
1: Yeah, and I think it was more just they wanted to go after the, um, like, knock the mountain out of that area of the city. Yeah, that that was more I think what it was about. Like, it was Mm -hmm. more of a strategic play, which it was interesting, but I feel like could have been like a much, like, like it would have been more interesting if say Ash had somehow been involved in that instead of just effectively sidelined for that sequence Mm -hmm. um but but i mean the magic again it's it it was cool but it it, I mean it serves its purpose like well enough i think um and we see i think that's the only time we saw shay use jade like in combat i think
0: um oh is it okay yeah because yeah she's 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 pretty good she's pretty good but it's it's not um that's not where her um role is at the very
1: start right right yeah yeah and i i do think we could have had more confrontation like like just some of the confrontations felt like they should have been more explosive than they were mm-hmm. or at least more or maybe more consequential like,
0: yeah So, like i, mean, I would i would I, I just i would i would buy consequential more because um now I guess I guess here's where I uh bring in the Godfather a bit more because the the general character of that I haven't read the book, but the the general character of that movie is slow and then bam. And then slow and then bam. And it happens so what? quickly and the the epicness or, or explosiveness is made up for with just like very quick um, if efficiency and brutality,
1: right? But 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 the tone of and all that is very consistent with the Godfather with what it's doing. Whereas this was like this is like a slower scene that's still going to have some tension. But like, do I really care about the tension? And or does it feel manufactured? Um. Uh, like like the negotiations, like the negotiations like, well, the official negotiations felt, which was supposed to kind of feel not tense, weren't very tense, whereas like like Shay's scene with Ike was very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and I think that's like part is like, it's like, it wants to, going back to the politics, it wants to be the like, one of the things it's trying to do is be this political, this prestige political intrigue thing, but like it's not like there isn't a lot of complexity to chew on. Well,
0: no, because it's 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 clans really instead of the government, and it's kind of like it's kind of like grunge politics in a way. That's I, I, a
1: good descriptor.
0: Yeah, so it's um, it's not it's it's like it's it's what you would find when you strip. Away, some of the mo- the more fine details of Game of Thrones, or even even the U.S. government, really. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, <laughs> yes.
0: That's where that's what's that's what's always there, and I and it's like okay, I'm, I guess I'm here for that um that uh so it's kind of that mud fighting that isn't necessarily expressed in the same in the same kind of. More of a, expressed in a, in a in a dwarvish language than an elvish language,
1: and I think again, I, I think that, I think that could be interesting. But I think then the character, like I have to buy, the, the characters have slightly competing either agendas or motivations, and that all seemed very streamlined from the beginning, and they never really wavered a ton. Um, so, like when you get. Um, so like you could even have had, like, maybe Shay takes Ike's deal or some version of it, and so like you can still have some of that complexity or twist, and um, eh, but like, like, it doesn't have even with the clan more mud in the mud, quote unquote, or grunge politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, but I, I think a lot of its symptoms of, for me, just that the book's trying to be a lot of things, and it doesn't quite succeed. It again, I I I didn't hate the book. Like I want to make that clear. Like it's it, there's a lot of interesting things in the book. It, certainly, there's a lot to talk about, and I think it's a book that I feel like I should, like, like. you pointed out. <laughs> Like before it it checks a lot of my boxes to speak but I, it, it just like a lot of the ideas like like so the technology level and like the setting i felt there uh-huh. was another underused component where it's okay what like it, it felt simultaneously set in like the 1930s and like the early 2000s, like at the same time. <laughs> I I had a bit of a, like <laughs> I,
0: I I feel like I I should have been able to catch on a bit sooner when it was. I mean I was thinking that it was like anywhere for g- given the fact that um it really seems like the conflict that they were talking about was very um, analogous to World War Two. Um, so it it, it was reasonably going to be in like in the 60s or the 70s. Um. But, yeah, I guess the, the fact that Jan Loon um, is by design sort of a, a timeless sort of entity, yeah. it was really difficult to get a hang on when it might take place. Because almost by definition, it, um, it's, 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 it's out of time and is, is hanging on to a, a, um, a, a, an older period of time than is really going on in the rest of the world.
1: Again, maybe I'll – that maybe that stuff will make more sense in books two and three when we presumably see the rest of the world. But at least in this book, it felt like a lot of the technology stuff to, felt very arbitrary. Like, well, yeah, like they – like no one mentioned TVs or anything but like – or like anything like that. But we have like planes and the way they're describing cars doesn't feel like nineteen. Like feels not nineteen like it felt almost modern with the cars ish it mm-hmm. was like nineties 2000s with like the cars and so like it just felt like a lot of she kind of just cherry picked a lot of things she wanted again for that cool factor she might have which, and yeah. that, that wasn't like a huge that was like a huge issue i had it was but it was something I noticed um but again i I think going another symptom of just the there's there's a lot of potentially interesting ideas that i and and I feel like maybe she should have focused a little more on like two or three of them instead of like five the five or six things she tries to tackle
0: okay all right uh, I think we can um leave it there at all the major points that I wanted to um and we can you. Know, pick it up again after another hefty dose
1: yeah no i yeah i, I am i do want to go through the rest of the trilogy mm-hmm. i'm sure i'm curious to see I, I kind of have a vague sense of where two, book two is going i'm really curious to see if like where three goes like I uh depending on like whether books two and three are like almost like a part one, part two of the same conflict. I, I have no idea, but uh-huh. I'd be curious to see how that plays out. Yeah. So there you go. Cool.
0: We have, we have come to a, we've come to a, um, a, a truce. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. The, this is a, a, the, the end of our, our own, uh, peace talks. <laughs>
0: That's right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that, that was uh, Jade city. Um, Greenbone saga one uh be back with the next one don't know exactly what's coming up next if it's another star wars or something like that but we'll be heading to you with with that sooner rather than later
1: All right. yeah this has been I Collect merlin uh and we're uh johnny and john and we'll see you later